Hello, friends, and welcome to tonight's episode of the Locked On Winnipeg Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. On tonight's podcast, we are going to be continuing our thoughts on the current state of the trade deadline, trade bait uh, options that are going to be out there for teams, whether any of them might qualify for Jets trades, and which trade bait option might be the best fit for some of the top contenders in the entire NHL. All this and more on tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey friends, welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, thank you so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you enjoy what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, and Odyssey. Doing so is completely free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. Most of all, though, we just really love and appreciate your support. Speaking of love and support, uh, before I open tonight's episode, I did want to say a little bit and just encourage anyone who's been feeling, you know, the the effects of what's been going on in Ukraine and and certainly a lot of the emotions and feelings that are are mixed up in all of this. You know, if ever you need to talk about it or you need somebody to talk to, I'm always open. You can reach me at my Twitter accounts. I'd also highly encourage anyone with questions or wanting to know more to do a lot of research. Uh, You know, I think a lot of us probably know in some capacity somebody who has been impacted by this, um, who may even have family uh, directly in Ukraine right now or maybe just outside the country. And, you know, the other thing I would say is is really to just tell somebody that you care about them and that, you know, you're thinking about them and and check up on your friends. I I think right now a lot of people aren't handling it well. I, I know the news for me has been personally devastating in some ways um and and so for you know everyone out there listening just you know lend a hand lend a, a listening patient ear i think a lot of folks could use it i don't want to dwell on this too much uh so again if you ever need anything you know where to find me uh my social media is very easy to reach or if you want to reach out to any of our other colleagues a, a lot of our wonderful podcast hosts are are very kind and very patient folks So if you need something, you know, I'll always be here for you. And that kind of brings me to what I wanted to talk about on tonight's episode. You know, some some stuff that's heading up, um, really coming up for the Jets and most of the the rest of the league over the next couple of weeks. We have the NHL trade deadline, which, you know, it's got a lot of implications for teams out there. I think a lot of folks are, are keeping a close eye on some of the players that are available and some of the guys who might be finding themselves on major contenders. And we talked about centers on the last episode. I think this show, for the most part, we're going to be taking a look at a number of wingers. Uh, Obviously, I'm using a list of of trade bait. This one, very helpfully compiled by ESPN. They've done a very nice job of pulling together all of the free agents and some of the guys who might be um, RFAs that are available for the right price. And, you know, the first winger I think, you know, that is worth talking about is actually somebody that I've talked about on this podcast before, and that is Brock Besser. Now, Besser's not really the normal kind of rental because Besser is an RFA. He's 24 years old, and he does actually 
uh, have a major contract extension coming up, which my guess is is based on the current uh, price that he's being paid and what he's capable of producing at and, and what he's been doing recently. I wouldn't be shocked to see him get like six and a half to seven and a half million somewhere in that range, probably, you know, closer to seven, I would say, um, which for a lot of teams, that's that's not exactly chump change. That's basically Kyle Connor's contract. And on the one hand, it is pretty pricey, but given Brock's impact on the ice, somebody who is uh, really a premier and elite goal scorer, um, you know, Besser, when he's fully healthy and fit, can be one of the most lethal snipers, both at even strength and on the power play. He's also decently defensively responsible. I mean, I'm, I'm not looking for a guy who is going to be a Selkie Trophy kind of player, but Besser definitely marks his guys effectively. He tracks back. He tries to force turnovers. He, in general, doesn't do uh, a lot that's going to negatively impact your team. So if you're looking for a player who maybe doesn't have like the world's most elite playmaking ability, but certainly has a release to terrify most goalies, Besser's a very attractive option. Now, the main thing that people will kind of point to with him is, you know, the, the health issue. I think that that is a legit concern with him. Um, but if the Jets were to be in on Besser, I would definitely be behind it within reason. I could see a very good match there between what Besser brings and what the Jets frankly need and can honestly offer Vancouver in a trade package. Um, Brock is an extremely gifted player. He's young enough to where if you sign him for multiple seasons, you know, you're not really going to regret it. You're going to get him during his prime years. And so the Jets, I, I, I think, should be in on Brock more so than some of the other teams. Now, I don't know that they would actually trade for him because the cap space situation is going to be a bit of a problem. Uh, Winnipeg would definitely have to move out some salary and make some changes to the roster in order to try and figure out how to get Besser in because Dubois is also due for an extension. And so PLD looming is, is certainly not an easy thing for Winnipeg to fit either. And they need to get some uh, some cap relief somewhere, especially with a, a decent amount of longer term money on the books. Besser, though, if you can find a way to make it work, I, I would definitely be down with it. I think he's one of the better players out there uh, across any position, really, that's available on the trade market. But it does kind of come down to what Vancouver wants to do. Vancouver may not really be looking to, to move him yet. I, I do feel Besser's probably not going to stay with Vancouver long term, but maybe he gives it another year or two. Very hard to say with him. And, you know, that injury risk does present a serious trade valuation challenge when you're trying to figure out which version of Besser is your next team going to get. I have a lot of faith in him. I, I do think that he is just a naturally gifted player, and I could see a lot of very good contenders honestly paying through the nose to get him and then eventually lock him up. Maybe not the Jets, but if Winnipeg would be the kind of squad that tenders an offer, I would be super interested and he's probably one of the uh, the few players, kind of like Dylan Strom, like I mentioned last episode, that I would be banging on the table for the Jets to go after. There are, however, quite a few other wingers out there, and there's at least one other player that might be worth Winnipeg's interest if they can swing a deal and somehow convince him to come to the Jets. But before we go any further, I thought you'd hear a little bit about why Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market and can help you with your pesky New Year's resolutions. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your New Year's plans. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, but it's even better for you. 
They make it easy to stick to your New Year's resolution because it tastes so good, you'll actually want to eat it, unlike all those other waxy, chalky, boring protein bars you're used to. Built Bars are coated in 100% real chocolate and contain around 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Good luck finding a candy bar that's as guilt-free as Built Bars are. Ready to make the change? Go through your cupboards or all of your secret snack stashes and throw out all the junky, calorie-laden, super-sugary foods that you can replace with Built Bars. You don't even have to love working out. Built Bars are suitable for every lifestyle and can help you cut calories the tasty way. To get started, go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Again, that is promo code LOCKED15 at checkout for 15% off at Built.com. Start your New Year's resolutions off the Built way. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of the Locked On Winnipeg Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. For your second listen, be sure to check out the Locked On NHL podcast and Locked On Now podcasts, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available on all your favorite podcasting platforms, so be sure to like and subscribe to them today. We are continuing our thoughts on the available uh, free agents, RFAs, and just general trade deadline bait that's going to be out there for teams. And one of the wingers that uh, definitely has some of the most hype, I would say, is going to be Andrew Kopp. Now, Kopp for the Jets has been a reliable middle six winger, maybe at times even a top six guy. What's kind of interesting with Andrew is that, you know, his goal scoring has gone up over the past uh, couple of years. And honestly, I think he's on like a career high pace with his scoring this year. But the funniest part of his whole game is that the rest of his play driving and defensive abilities have have kind of trailed off a bit, I would say. While his, uh, you know, score sheet stuff might be improving, the rest of his game has maybe taken a bit of a step back. But in terms of trade deadline bait, you really won't find many better, uh, more versatile third line wingers slash centers who can basically play just about anywhere in your lineup than what cop can bring and so i feel like if you're trying to uh, really cement your middle six unit and bring in somebody who can also occasionally contribute on special teams um, mostly the pk i would say more so than the the power play but i mean the jets use him there as well so who am i to even judge at this point Certainly, though, he has tended to make his living um, at even strength and on the PK. I think those are where you'll find the most value. Now, the PK performance that he has, I don't know if it's actually that great anymore, but maybe if he goes to a different team with a little bit more of a straightforward PK and defensive structure, we're going to see, you know, cop back to where he used to be. I I don't know that that's really going to be the case, but if you're trying to find a really good rental option, yeah, I mean, he's the one who makes the most sense. I I think that he'll be a very hot commodity because of his PK skills and you know when he gets his next contract it's probably going to start with a four or maybe even a five given what Zach Hyman got. Up next we've got uh, Jake DeBrusque and DeBrusque is a pretty interesting player. Um, he He's actually kind of been maligned by the Bruins organization at times. I don't know if it was him necessarily. Maybe the Bruins felt he was underperforming. Maybe he got on the coaching staff's bad side but Ever since he kind of requested his trade, they've been putting him back in the top six, and DeBrusque has been one of Boston's more effective forwards. He's got a great release. I think his spatial awareness is very good. Um, he's certainly a strong four-checker. His edge work is pretty nice. He's just a really well-rounded middle six to top six forward, and if he can be the kind of player that he's always had the potential to be, you know, most contenders would kill to have his skill set. And you can use him on the power play and at even strength. So 
yeah, DeBrusque, I think, is also a very hot commodity, and he's also an RFA. So, you know, he is going to be a UFA um, next year, but this year at least, you've got him for uh, some potential qualifying offers and a couple of other options with his status. I, I think he's definitely a player I'd be very interested in extending if the Jets were to try and bring him in. He's probably one of the other guys, again, I, I wouldn't be pounding the table for him necessarily, but if the Jets wanted to take a bit of like a uh, a lower risk, higher reward kind of gamble, DeBrusque for me is super interesting. And it would be kind of funny because I think he was actually one of the players that um, Boston drafted ahead of Kyle Connor and Oliver Shillington, uh, plus Mar- Matt Barzal, of course. So He's always kind of been a little bit uh, of the butt of the joke. Not so much uh, his, his skill sets coming into question, but just that, you know, Boston passed up on a ton of draft value. But DeBrusque himself is actually polished up into a very good NHLer, and I think most teams would be thrilled to have him, especially if they're looking for a playoff push. On the older side of things, you know, some team might look at Phil Kessel and be very interested in what he can bring for maybe a third or a fourth line role. Kessel... You know, he used to be a phenomenal goal scorer. These days, it seems like he's mostly getting his points from either primary or secondary assists, which is kind of funny. You wouldn't really expect that with a guy who uh, used to be one of the top American snipers in the entire NHL. Nowadays, though, Kessel, I mean, you are looking at a guy who is probably on a good team, like a third-line winger. I don't know that his ability to be an offensive menace is as strong as it used to be. When I last saw him against the Jets, I felt like you could definitely tell age catching up to him. He wasn't nearly as fast as he used to be, and uh, the release he has doesn't look super strong. It's kind of like watching uh, Blake Wheeler from maybe the last couple of years. So, you know, given the cap hit that he's got, which will be a little bit tricky to fit for a number of teams, even with retained salary, you know, I I could see... um, it being a little bit challenging to find him a new spot, but I mean, there's probably some team out there that's happy to maybe send, I don't know, a second or a third round pick out to Arizona for what could be an okay, maybe slightly uh, underrated acquisition for cheap. Again, I wouldn't really expect a lot from Kessel these days, but you know, given the role that he's likely to have with whatever team that he goes to, you probably can't complain if you only give up maybe a late, late round pick or something. Now, there are a handful of other wingers that I think might be even better trade options, and we'll talk about what some of these guys might bring to an NHL team in just a little bit. But before we go any further, I thought you should hear about BetOnline.net and why they should be your number one choice for all of your online betting needs. Football might be over, but BetOnline.net has way more odds and info for this upcoming playoff season. From scores, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. Not into football? No problem. BetOnline.net's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. They've even got great lines for all of you Winnipeg Jets fans. From player points totals to award winners and more. Want to bet on Hellebuck winning another Vezina trophy? Log into BetOnline.net right now and place your bet. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports and play your favorite games. To get started, register for a free account with BetOnline.net right now. Start winning today, because BetOnline is where the game starts. Hello friends and welcome back to this episode of the Locked On Winnipeg Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are closing out tonight with some interesting trade deadline fodder. Uh, This episode we're spending mostly on wings. 
we may have to add a couple of wings to a future episode if we don't get through, you know, the entire list of quality names. Although I tend to think at this point you pretty much know uh, the broader majority of the interesting guys. There are some players with term that might be on the on the block, and I think I will spend an episode talking about some of the guys with contract term just because the trade market for those kind of players does tend to be decently different. But on the rental side of things, uh, we do have Arturi Lekkinen. Now, Lekkinen is an RFA, and he is going to be, you know, probably looking for another team, i got to be honest. Montreal is definitely uh, in a bit of a state of flux, and I feel like maybe Lekkinen would be interested in plying his trade at, like, a Colorado. What he often does is just be an offensive menace in the slot, but the thing with him is that he's never really had the finishing talent to be an elite scorer. Uh, for some reason, that just has always continued to elude him. Maybe it's luck. Maybe there's something uh, in his style of shooting that doesn't quite lend itself to the NHL. But if you want somebody who is one of the better transition skaters out there and can really help create and set up plays effectively, Lekkinen is definitely the kind of guy you would want anchoring, you know, maybe your second or your third line. You can pretty much use him anywhere you want, and I think he's one of those guys who could also be an all-situations kind of player. And given his really low cap hit, uh, you know, the production that he's had this year, I just feel like he's the kind of player who's going to go for very little, but be one of the quietly savvier acquisitions. And then, you know, you sign him for like, I don't know, three or four years at maybe two and a half to three million. You got a great, great middle six winger and somebody who I think, again, is super underrated and would be a perfect addition to a really smart, statistically inclined team. One of the other guys that might be out there um, that I'm not really as high on these days, but I could see his name brand recognition kind of carrying him. It's Ricard Raquel, and Raquel is definitely, you know, starting to get up there in years. He is only 28, so like by normal uh, people age, he's actually very young. But of course, we know NHLers, you start getting closer to 30, and that can be a bit of a precipice, especially for a lot of really like high-end elite goal scorers. Now, Raquel has never really fit that particular mold. Um, he's certainly a very productive player and has a lot of skill, but I think in terms of like top six production, you know, it's not really been at that level over the past couple of seasons. That said, I think he would be a really, really good third line option, and he might not be, you know, the world's most elite playmaker and somebody who's going to be a positive influence every time he steps on the ice, but if you give him the right center to work with, I think his positioning and natural finishing talent is going to work wonders for a team that already has a really good and well-balanced like top nine. Raquel would just kind of be like the icing on the cake, and I feel like you could do way worse if you're looking for a rental that, I don't know if I would say he'll be cheap, um, he might not be as expensive as some of the top names, but I, I do think he will get a pretty decent trade package, and so... You know, if a team is really wanting to take a punt and try and maybe get him back to some earlier season success, yeah, you know, for the right price, Raquel wouldn't be the worst risk to take. Um, I, I think that there's a place for him on a number of teams, and he wouldn't be that bad. Now, if you're looking for a really interesting punt, uh, a guy who has yet to really play in the NHL and uh, actually, you know, he might be having to leave the KHL at some point in the near future... This is Vitaly Kravtsov, um, and Vitaly, you know, he didn't really make the, the Rangers out of camp. He then uh, did not want to get demoted, and so he went back to the K, and his production there has been solid. You know, it's not like crazy numbers, and obviously the KHL 
isn't nearly on the same level of North American hockey, but still a very strong league. And Kravtsov, if you can find a team that he'll actually accept a trade to and would be interested in reporting for, he was a first-round talent. I I do think that he is an extremely gifted goal scorer and uh, offensive creator, especially uh, around the goal line and stuff. So for the right price, if if he were to, say, take a a deal to, like, Winnipeg, right, I would 100% endorse the Jets maybe going for that he would probably never want to get traded to the Jets. I I think he'd be looking for, like, an actually good team. I could see, like, maybe Colorado or something taking a really cheap punt on him, but he's the kind of player where it's a very low-risk kind of deal, uh, but potentially very high reward if you can convince him to come over. The only problem with that now is that it may be very difficult for him to actually uh, leave Chelyabinsk um, and come over to the U.S. or to Canada, So we'll have to kind of monitor that status, Uh, but he is out there, and if if a deal is cheap enough, you know, why not? Give it a shot. Worst he can do is say no, and maybe you only give up like a sixth or a seventh round pick. Of the list of like uh, free agent or restricted free agent wingers um, next summer, I think that's probably the biggest shopping list I would have. You know, Dominic Kubalik might be another interesting option if he's also cheap. Uh, Chicago is probably going to start liquidating pretty soon, so he would definitely be on the block. But aside from that, not too many other expiring contracts that I would look to be taking on. And, you know, it's one of those situations where I think the market is a little bit thin in terms of uh, snipers. There's there's some really decent playmakers and stuff, but, you know, for actual finishers, yeah, you might be looking at, like, Brock Besser, um, Raquel, and that's just about it. So, We'll see what shakes out. I'm very curious. I, In my opinion, I think the center class might be a little bit better, but we'll see. Um, and I will say that this, this particular grouping was all right wings. We'll talk about the left wing group because I think there's also a name for the Jets uh, that would be very interesting, uh, potentially like a Kyle Connery sort of player. If you know who it is uh, from the Philadelphia Flyers, congrats. You'll uh, very much be happy to hear his name again, potentially being linked to the Jets. Maybe only in my dreams for now, but uh, we'll see. You never know. Maybe the Flyers and the Jets actually have a a nice little deal in place and we can swap some players and really give some guys some fresh starts. For tonight's episode, though, that is going to be all the time that we have. Thank you for making Locked on Jets your first listen of the day every day. Be sure to make your second listen Locked on Fantasy Hockey. Hosts Steel Rodon and Flip Livingston help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available on all your favorite podcasting platforms, so be sure to like, follow, and subscribe today. And as always, thank you so much for listening, have a great night, and go Jets go!